Welcome to Brocast. What? I said, welcome to Brocast. The hell is that? Broship podcast. <laughs> You're so much better than that. Dude, quarantine brain. It's like jelly today. Broship, a non-romantic pairing of two characters together. It focuses on their relationship as friends or occasionally as real blood related brothers. So, uh, I just want to say that coming off the first off, not to pander too much, but again, thank you so much to Brian for coming on. That was, yeah. uh, that was so much fun going back and editing as well. I know mm-hmm. that we both listened before we put it out, but it was just a fun, like, I feel like I had just as much fun listening back as I did when we were recording it. So dude, I was like smiling the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was so great. It was great. Um, and I'm going to cut you off for a second. We had a lot of fun, but she also gave us a good piece of advice, which we followed through on. And we finally made an Instagram account. Oh yeah. See, I, this is, this is, this is part of the reason why we work so well. Cause I was just going <laughs> to blow right through that. I completely forgot we did that. Yeah, and I no. shared everything on it, but I completely forgot that we, we have an Instagram now. Yeah. So you can follow us at Brosha podcast. Uh, we will put the at in the description as well, just in case you don't know how to spell Brosha podcast. Uh, and if you don't, it makes sense to why you're listening to this. Um, but <laughs> go drop that a follow. Uh, we're going to be a little more, we're going to start doing updates on there. This way, you know, when stuff's coming out and you know, if we ever do another episode again, that requires an, added piece of visual content we have it now yeah um that was a bit of a pain trying to figure out like where to send the bingo board to without telling people exactly what was going on because there was still that we wanted people to follow along with us with the episode but if we put the bingo board to out out too early people are like okay this clearly has something to do but yeah not that it really matters, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, today we are even more prepared. Um, we definitely don't have mush brain or quarantine brain. No, not at all. We totally are ready to have the best episode ever. And that's why you should listen to the whole thing. Maybe even listen twice. Um, I like it. I, so I read about in a book. If you tell people that something's really good, they'll listen to it the whole time. Ooh, good idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a good episode. We uh, yeah, no, the best. We already we already know how it ends. Yeah, yeah. We're actually recording this after we finished it, and we're preluding a pre-existing podcast that is yet to be put out, but has been recorded already, which is coming up now, but happened earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've been thinking. I am so sick of not having human contact that when. Corona is over. I have a proposition for you. What's that? I want to do the exact opposite of social distancing. And I think you and I should go 24 hours Me. handcuffed together. Oh, yeah, what? that. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, honestly, yeah. I... There, there is a little bit of, um, so I went through 
another show, watch Rick and Morty. So yep. your brain kind of gets a little weird when you watch these weird shows. So I was watching it. And then I started thinking as you were talking about the opposite of social distancing, like imagine if through all of the social distancing, we figured out a way to switch lives with people, like kind of transport our lives just to see what it was like to social distance as someone else. Because if you really think about it, why do we want to hang out with people? So and see like how it is to spend a day with them. You could literally spend a day as them. So instead of sitting in my room alone, I can sit in somebody else's room alone. Yeah. Besides being able to go through their stuff, that doesn't seem very fun. <laughs> I'd be afraid to go to the bathroom, to what be honest. A, what if it was a rich person? That'd be cool. That would be cool. Rich people don't poop. That's just a fact. I don't know about that. Um... I know from watching the interview starring James Franco and Seth Rogen that Kim Jong-un doesn't poop. He actually doesn't have a butthole, uh, which is pretty impressive for a supreme leader such as himself. But I am going to have to disagree with the statement that not all rich people poop. Uh, I actually do want to say, both of us have been very harsh on... uh, the news, I guess, during this whole quarantine. Yes. Um, I don't know if you saw over the weekend. They were saying that he was going to die. Yeah, I saw that. But then, so he's North Korea, right? Yes. Cool. There you go. So South Korea said that that wasn't true. Right. And I think the only person who can give us the actual facts on this is Dennis Rodman. So we need to get in touch with him. Should we tell our listeners? If you can. Yeah. That's dear listeners. He's our next guest. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) That podcast would definitely end up with North Korea having a hit on both of us. Oh yeah. It would not end well. No doubt. You would be in trouble. Um, one of the, one of another podcast I listened to is a hockey podcast, and um, one of the guys used to play in Russia, and they just rag on the KHL, and they're like, "We definitely have a hit. Like, we can't go to Russia because they yeah. would absolutely kill us." If we did a, an interview with Dennis Rodman, it would all go terribly. Yeah, because he might think it's cool, but then he's going to like show his buddy Kim and then Kim might be like, yeah, that's an issue. I, I, like I said, I, I said this to you, I texted it the other day. Uh, you and I are very much James Franco and Seth Rogen in the interview. That is a hundred percent a situation we would get ourselves into. Yeah. And I'm just going to come out and say it. I equally enjoy the song Firework. By Katy Perry. It is such a good song. And it's a great when song. when they're describing the the song itself, I feel the same way. And you know, listen, Katy Perry, I know that there's been some back and forth. Is she done? Is she problematic? I feel like every musician or every artist has just about gone through the uh the second of the two. But sure. She was so good during that. Um, teenage dream, firework, California girls era. It was yeah, just an unbelievable time to watch. I was a huge Katy Perry fan, and that was back 
when I was in like middle school, high school. Yeah. And I thought it was cool to hate pop music. So I never really admitted it in her prime or was able to truthfully enjoy Katy Perry because I had to like pretend to hate it. But looking back on it, dude, like soundtrack to a lot of my early teen, like formative years. And I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What do you mean? It's not cool to hate pop music? It's It's one. Yes. It's not cool to hate pop music. Don't hate pop music because Uh, there's like music elitists who are like, oh, it's pop music. I have a whole argument. I can go against that now. No, I, I mean, no, duh. I love pop music. It's, yeah. But I'm saying like, I'm happy that I grew up in the era of Katy Perry's like reign of top 40. Who do you think was more like, who do you think <laughs> as ironic as this might be, who do you think like, <laughs> blew up and like shine the brightest in that era? That's a hard one because at the time there was so much going on and looking back on it, only a few, like there's people who at the, at the moment definitely like stood out and at the moment you would have thought they were going to go on to be huge. Like Tayo Cruz or like even Flo Rida who's fallen off. You would think that, they'd still be a big name in 2020, but really the only names in that era, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, um, I hate to say it, but Taylor Swift, Bieber was kind of coming up at that point. Yeah, he was coming up at that point. So mm, that's a little bit pre-Bieber, I guess. I don't know. I would say the biggest at the moment, like at that exact time probably was Katy Perry. You think so? I would say so because... She was she was topping records left and right. She won like the most Grammys that one year and totally just like swept the floor with everyone. She was kind of huge. And then I think to move into 2020, the most consistently uh like consistently on top artist is Taylor Swift, which I'm personally not a fan of, but it's kind of hard to deny that everything she touches goes triple platinum. I mean I'm not a Taylor Swift diehard. Um, the reputation was really good, though. I, I will say that. Reputation. Really? I thought it was so good. I when, think when she, she stopped trying to be country, that's when I actually started to like Taylor Swift. But I have, I have, a, I have a hot take. All right, hit me. Our, our, that time frame for us, yeah. Kesha was the Billie Eilish of that time frame. I like that. She was like the little bit weird. She was yep. making bangers, but like, yeah, I, I dig that. Cause Kesha, Kesha's so interesting because she was literally, there was no one else like her. No. And she was coming out making, I just, could you imagine being at a college party and hearing like TikTok for the first time? I'd lose my shit. Like, I wish I was in college back then to hear that song come on for the first time and just be like, like for you and I were in college at different points, but when I think of, I get it. I'm older than you. Let's move <laughs> <yeah>. on. <laughs> You're old is what I'm trying to say. But for me, the like college playlist is God's plan. Mo Bamba, um, you know, songs that cause I'm still in college or technically, but 
could you, <laughs> but could you imagine like that being in that time frame and going to parties? That'd be such a different experience. Uh, I don't really have to imagine too much because I think we're no. talking early 2010s. Like we're talking all early last decade. Yeah, but like, all right. Stalin's, you went to a, say you're going to a college party. What's the songs you know you're going to hear? Um, that were like new and fresh at the time, not like a throwback. The only one that comes into my head is Roses. Okay. There's a lot of chain smokers. That's oh, when the chain sure. smokers really came up uh, when yeah. I was like junior, senior college. Which makes sense because I, re- I remember hearing Closer for the first yeah, time. Yeah, you were like a baby. We get it. <laughs> no, I remember hearing Closer for the first time my freshman year. Yeah. So that's that's roughly what I yeah. was with. But uh, I think it was junior or senior prom was when like TikTok was such a massive song. Um, and I, as far as who like shine the brightest, I don't know if it actually would be Katy Perry because Lady Gaga was so massive at that time. Like I think Lady Gaga was more massive then than she is now, even with her acting and um, yeah. Lady Gaga has gone on to like have a like a niche audience almost. Uh, yeah. Which is weird to say. Honestly, I've li- I haven't seen the movie, but I've listened to Starsborn soundtrack. Oh. What? I hate that song. I don't like that song. I like the that's one the that she one does on on her own. I think that song okay. is better than uh, Shallow. Yeah, I only heard Shallow. I I uh, I don't like Lady Gaga too much. Um, I. Just, I appreciated her early stuff. Okay. And then it felt, at some point, it just feels redundant. And she just kind of does the same thing over and over again. And there's always a new era of Lady Gaga. And it all kind of feels the same way constantly. And then there's also this thing that I can't stand her as an actress. I stopped watching American Horror Story because she just ruined it for me. So I just won't go back. I didn't to even know that she was she was in that, but yeah, um, she was in a couple seasons. Yeah, there are two ways that I, I want to go about this. So we'll mm-hmm. stick with the music first. Um, I I can kind of get the like you said, she had a very niche audience, and I can kind of get just not liking her most of her stuff. Yeah. But telephone by with her and Beyonce. Oh. That's that, you put that on. I'm going bonkers. <laughs> Banger. Paparazzi. Yeah. Banger. Is Disco that, stick? Or whatever the hell of the song's called. Which one is rah rah? Bad romance. I don't like that song. Uh, I don't like that one either. And every, everyone that's the first song everyone thinks of with Lady Gaga. So um, the first song for me is like the disco stick one. I don't know the actual name of that. I, I think know that's it. I don't think so, because people think it is. And I remember looking it up. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up because we could always. Yeah, we could always just actually get the name of the song right in post after we no, look it up. I want them to know I was wrong. It's called <laughs> Love Game. Oh, yeah, which makes sense. But that song, I remember hearing that song for the first time and being like, <laughs> "She's talking about a penis." <laughs> 
It was so funny. So I, I'm, I, I know I put myself down at least once every single podcast, but I am very, very dumb. Like I should be, I shouldn't be, be a functioning 25 year old with some of the things that I just assume in my life. I was listening to, um, ACDC. Okay. You shook me all night. Yeah. It took me until I watched the music video, which is just them singing in like a warehouse for me to understand that he was not talking about seizures. Yeah. Like he was just (laughs) like, he wasn't talking about like meeting a girl and just being like infatuated. Like he was, he was talking, he was, he was being promiscuous. And I don't know why, because obviously like the term is you're living like a rock star, but I never put it together. Like, how much that music is actually about boinking oh they say like it's like 80 percent of songs are about sex or someone of the opposite gen- uh, gender yeah I, I, it, it's and if you ever go to any playlist that's entirely true i have no doubt about that i just never put it all together i guess yeah and well, it's that's really funny <laughs> what's really funny is you shook me all night long by acdc was my ringtone on my cell phone when I was like 13. The one that you found? Hmm? No, 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 no. Um, my like flip phone. Oh, okay. This is back when you had to go into like the Verizon wireless store, plug it into your phone, into the laptop or your computer, and then download it onto your phone. And it would be like you underscore shook underscore me underscore dot MP3. <laughs> and then you'd have to set it as your ringtone. Or you could have just recorded it. Oh, I did that all the time. So <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. Oh no. <laughs> so I was uh, uh sophomore in high school, I think it was. And um, I just started recording the the aforementioned um sweet 16 yes um and i had a verizon alias so oh my god that was my favorite phone of all time to this day it's still my favorite phone so that's how awesome it was that thing was amazing being able to open it both ways was so sick did you ever try to like open it like both ways at the same time what kind of question is that <laughs> i'm just making sure <laughs> what kind of question is that Dude, of, I course. Just wanted, of course that's so cool i and, love you and then i love you too and then i had the alias two so the alias one had the had the typed on keyboard and the alias two had like holographic uh, yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you tried to open it like both ways the whole keyboard just like spaz out and was blank it was sick so cool but you know so i'm 15 16 years old i was 15 years old i'm going over my 15 year old girlfriend not really (laughs) but i'm going over her house uh watching tv her parents are obviously with us because we're 15 years old and um i left my phone on loud and I had a very, I had a personalized ringtone and my ringtone was inside of you from forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
<laughs> that is that is okay right there is how i know we were destined to be best friends because i don't know too many people who want to have even seen that movie but we've had conversations in the past where we just quote that movie back and forth and i appreciate you for that so much and this is just a whole other level of respect that i have for you now thanks that is fantastic but please continue your story so uh looking back on it it i understand why everything happened the way it happened because that was just mm-hmm. that like if my 15 year old daughter brought him a guy and that was his ringtone i would have i would throw the challenge flag immediately <laughs> and i would have kicked him out of my house but yeah so it keeps flying and I think it was my dad, like, calling to say, hey, I'm here, or whatever, or hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go to leave, say bye to her parents or whatever. They were, like, a little little standoffish or whatever. Yeah. So I tell my dad, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, everything was fine until my, my phone goes off. And I, I guess, it, you know, I guess it was kind of rude for me to have my phone on loud. He's like, yeah, later on, someone calls me or, or whatever. And that's my ringtone. He's like, I wouldn't suggest having that as your ringtone if you're going to go see this girl again. (laughs) (laughs) And the part that I recorded was the best part when he's um, doing the song live and Jonah Hill's just like, just went from six to midnight. (laughs) So that was also in there. Sorry, I I forgot to have that part in there as well. So that the best part of that entire scene was my ringtone me thinking it was hilarious it was just a dumb joke mm-hmm. i now understand again subliminal messages really make things a lot worse for me fun fact actually i have been i didn't stay at but i have been to that resort really yeah and i didn't notice at the time either um i Over was in hawaii recently yeah so i was in hawaii and we were there's like this circle that you can drive on one of the islands and there's just a bunch of things to see on that circle and this was like a famous resort that my girlfriend's mom wanted to go see and i wasn't really i was like all right and suppose it's just like really really famous and that's where she wanted to have her honeymoon i guess and they just wanted to check it out so we're walking around and it seemed so familiar to me and i was like i can't put my like i just can't figure it out i don't know what this is and we left and I still couldn't figure it out. So then of course I Google movies that were filmed in Hawaii and a billion movies were filmed in Hawaii. I'm going through them. And finally I see Forgetting Sarah Marshall and it clicked immediately. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I was paying attention so I could really appreciate it. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, bitch. State fish, right? Yeah. See, that is, you're right. Like you said, there are certain moments where we're just like, dude, Forgetting Sarah Marshall should be a cult classic for us. And I don't feel like it gets the recognition that, like, Paul Rudd being the, uh, the cameo. It's so it's, good. It's like, oh, it's, you're from London. <laughs> I love. 
I I quote or mock that bad accent <laughs> all the time, and no one picks up. And nobody Me too. Picks up. I do it all the time. When I was in Virginia with my sister, I was I get. I don't want to say I get bored, but I definitely get very, very weird at certain parts uh, of just the day. So I'll go from like having a normal conversation or something like that to um, uh, my sister said something, um, something, something acting. Mm -hmm. Instinctually, my brain took something that I heard one time and I immediately did Michael Scott and uh, uh, oh my God, and Holly. And they're like, acting. <laughs> I just did it. And that's that's the stuff that I do. So anytime I hear anyone with like a slight, it could be Australian, it could yep. be British, no matter what it is. I'm like, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> Every time. All the time. It's such a he it's such a great movie. He's like, yeah, you know, since I got to Hawaii, I just I, I just stopped wearing a watch. No, that's so cool, man. You just like time doesn't matter. No, it's on my phone. It's on now. my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Does Kunu have some like cool meaning? <laughs> Means Chuck. <laughs> like, and the other day we we were on a chat together, and I said my life is a lie out of nowhere, and we took way too long to try to figure it out. And I knew that it was puppets, and that's yep. the only thing that I knew. And you were like, it's forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I'm like, yes, it is. It's Bill Hader. Yeah. It, even that, so good. Even Bill Hader doing yeah. the, the Zoom chats. At, I know that was Skype, <laughs> but, do, but doing yeah. like, that From was Zoom. Background. That was Zoom. I'm in Hawaii too. <laughs> Dude, when I was in Hawaii, I was like, Luaule. <laughs> and no one gets it. They were just looking at me like, wow, this kid's dumb. Yes, but at the same time, it's so much funnier. It's so funny. And I think that is a forgotten movie. And in the same respect, I love you, man. Yeah. Another movie that just doesn't get the attention it deserves. So this is, again, this is going to be a weird kind of thing that my sister has a dog. She Mm -hmm. has two of them, but one of them is named Luke. She calls him Luke, Lucas. And then sometimes she'll throw in a Duke. Yeah. So I'm there for two weeks after he was at my house for like three months. So I've been, I've seen this dog Luke every single day. And towards the end, I was just like, Luke, Duke, Dukas. So then (laughs) I just started calling him Hank Mardukas. She's like, why are you calling him that? I'm like, I have two best friends, Robbie, Hank Mardukas. <laughs> and she's like, you're an idiot. But that's another movie that is just like, if you quote it and someone gets it, it's hilarious. If you quote yeah. it and, and nobody gets it, you're, you do kind of look like an idiot. Oh, and I'm going to give you a perfect example of that right now. So we talked about on the podcast, what, two episodes ago, that whole uh, zoom meeting that we had with our entire uh co-workerness co-workers all the people who we work with uh and company <laughs> yeah people so our one of our bosses sends an email and to all of us and it's a screenshot of you and me hysterical laughing about something like we do and 
you said something about us being like the way we are. And then I responded back with a gif of the final scene. And I love you, man. When they're like, Oh, I love you, dude. Oh, I love you, bro. Chacho. I love you. Uh, bro Montana. And just that no one responded and no one found it funny. I was just like, all right, that's cool. I, I was dying. And I also had no idea you can send gifts in email. I didn't either. It was a total shot in the dark. <laughs> I wasn't even sure it worked. <laughs> I was just hoping it went. That makes it so much fun. <laughs> I had no clue. It's not even like there's a 50 50 chance that you just said a still photo of possibly just Jason Siegel looking at Paul Rudd <laughs> with no context. <laughs> but it worked. It did. It did work. Um I love you, man. I mean, uh, role models is also. That's a great one. Um, anything with Paul Rudd in it is just good. That's entirely true. Uh, I can't remember or I can't think of a movie that I've seen where Paul Rudd is not good in it. I like Paul Rudd so much because he's funny. Yeah. He's relatable. And he's handsome, but not so handsome that I feel intimidated. One of the guys in my buddy's bachelor party, um, when we went to Nashville, I shit you not. So I've said it before, you know, I went in there a little too hot, but whatever. So he's wearing um, the second day. We're all recovering, playing top golf, and he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, And I look at him and I'm like, dude, he's like, no, don't say it. I'm like, I'm sorry, but has anyone ever told you, you look so much like Paul Rudd? Does he's he? like, dude, it's unreal. And of course, like he's one of my favorite people. He has like a dry sense of humor. It's not the same as Paul Rudd, but there's yeah. just something about him. Where I'm like, you're an every, every man's an average Joe, just attractive. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like there's yeah. nothing about you that's like attractive, but everything about you is that's Paul Rudd. I just summed yeah. up Paul Rudd. That's perfect. That's a great way to put it. And it makes me feel better because he's short. Yeah. He's only like five, eight. Yeah. Well, and that, that's, that's like average. pretty, that's, average yeah, that, that's yeah. the, that's a perfectly average height for the American <laughs> male. I've looked it up several times on Google. That, oh, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about like these dudes, like Brad Pitt, who are not only super attractive, but like six, one, it's just one thing next to the other, or even like Leonardo DiCaprio, who's like six, two or six, I don't know what he is. Yeah. But he has I'm a round just, face. Yeah. But he's still good looking. He has great hair. I will. He has fantastic. Yeah. Hair. I wish my hair did what he does i wish i wish i could do a mullet i could see you pulling off the mullet i listen nobody everyone said it was impossible to get a mustache to look good and it, it looks probably great. still is but i think i rock it pretty well i'm gonna be entirely honest with you i just hope you keep it because i'm at the point where I think it'd be weird to not see you with a mustache. I'm at the point where I think it would be weird to not have a mustache as well. Like this is, yeah. this is a little dangerous for me. Like quarantine's a little dangerous. Cause oh, I feel you. 
when things start opening up again, I don't know how long this can get before it stops becoming a joke and just starts becoming like, okay, you're the weird guy with the mustache. Well, you could trim it. I could, but then if it goes too short, then I'm going to have to get rid of it. That's the danger of trimming it. Well, yeah, but you can go to like a barber and they'll do it for you. Yeah, but that's expensive. I think I'll pay for it just to keep it. Just to keep it. Just to keep it. Um, But we've had this conversation about plenty of people in uh, on like TV shows and movies. There's something about someone that is more attractive than you. So they're out of your league, but they leave that glimmer of hope that like, maybe they'd be gettable. Like that's Paul Rudd. That again, that's like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Like, for sure. Listen, we talked about our looks. I'm, I'm a minor leaguer and that's cool. That's I would cool. disagree, but well, you know, we've had that conversation. We, we have, we have, Yeah. but listen, there are some people in the majors that I might be able to, to have a decent career with. Sure. Bad, bad 225. <laughs> it's not going to get me in, in the Hall of Fame. But you know what? Come to the ballpark every day and live the life. Yeah. Playing way out of my league and nobody knows how. Yeah. Wait, why not? The way I see it, Paul Rudd is the kind of guy who you could totally just get a beer with. And it wouldn't. Uh, like it wouldn't feel like you're hanging out with someone who should probably be hanging out with better people. So I actually just realized I got sad because after our this release hidden gems with, between the two of us, but after our first episode, um, which I haven't listened back, but there's a part of me that does want to just to see how like off the rails so the first we got. episode. Yeah. I am so afraid to, I, I was thinking about it the other day and I am so afraid to go back. And it's yeah. only, this is only like technically episode five. Yeah. But I, listen, we improve. It's fine. Um, but after that, we went and we both grabbed a beer together and I just realized, I don't know if we're going to be able to get like watermelon beers. Dude. Right. That's true. That's sad. That is super sad. Cause not gonna lie that's probably up there as one of my more favorite beers definitely especially in the summer yeah hell or high watermelon yes that is great beer so um white claw we know you're listening and um we're still mulling over your your offer to be a sponsor um i I don't know if the money was there quite honestly um It, it, it was it was showing potential but not quite where we needed to be not yet, not yet. I Especially need, with I the new it. hire, we have to. We have to. We have people to, to look after. Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but hell or high watermelon. Listen, you know, we're still available, and some people aren't into this, but I could be down for for two sponsors at a time. Yeah, I mean, a few people. I think there's really not much conflict of interest there. We can do it, and I'm willing. Yeah. So we're just waiting for the next sponsor to come through. And when it does, we're here. I was just, I just started laughing a little too hard right there. And it made me think back to the episode with Brienne. And I, I don't know how we didn't break. I really don't. Cause there were moments where both of us were very close to, to breaking. And I don't know how we didn't. I 
I was listening. Like I said, I listened back and I was laughing the entire time. I was smirking the same way I felt myself smirking when we recorded it because I knew where we were going with it. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, I, I, I just remember times where I'd look down at my phone and I'd see a text from you and you would say, Zach out. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, nah, dude, it doesn't. And then I had, I had, kind of blocked out the the question about the ducks and i didn't realize <laughs> until i listened back i didn't realize that i actually did exactly what you said you're like yeah. i don't know if that counts because you just asked straight up have yeah. you ever been to a ducks game it's <laughs> like the scene ducks game? <laughs> it's like the, it's like the scene from the other guys we were like <laughs> aim for the bushes and then mark Wahlberg just like it just jumped 20 stories like completely missed. I didn't realize at all that I was that blatant with it, but yeah. uh, whatever. Anyway, back to so the Lady Gaga not <laughs> liking her acting that happened 15 minutes ago. I did have a second point. You know how now you can see like actors from like your childhood or whatever now doing different roles, and we talked about this um, when I was. Uh, discussing Peaky Blinders and Dr. Grant and how Mm -hmm. weird it is. It's also weird to see like child actors in roles where they're like cursing. Yeah, for sure. Like the first time you heard Bob Saget drop an F-bomb, you were like, this is, that's, that's not the same guy. That's a clone. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest one for me to find out that Bob Saget had a full on stand up career that was straight filth. Yeah. Was traumatizing to me as a child. I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest full house guy. I'll be honest with you. And Friends is trash. I'm just going to come out yes. and say it. Friends is a terrible show. Full house, I would watch only because it would be on. But I meant that more in the sense that it's like seeing your teacher curse, I guess. Yeah. Someone who shouldn't be doing yeah, like, no, 100%. I don't know how to explain it. A hundred it would it would be like if you heard Obama curse. That'd be so cool. That would be so cool. That guy that, that does so the TikToks, cool. we have like he is hilarious. He's so funny. Obama. <laughs> Obama. That's <laughs> pretty spot on. Hold on. I gotta drop this guy's name because he is one of my favorite TikTokers of all time. Um, it's Evan, might be Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. Yeah, I would say Berger. He is the funniest human on TikTok. There, if there's any reason to download that app, that is it. Oh, his impressions 100%. are spot on. All he does is do like change his voice and then change the camera angle in which he's talking, and I feel like I have multiple characters on the screen. It's great. Look, look, the idea of confidence is both a gift and a curse. Um, but I'm confident. I, yeah. My brain belongs in a museum. I, I genuinely believe that. The more that we do this, the more that we push ourselves. He's rolling his eyes, people. The more, <laughs> the, the more that we try to be creative, the more that we try to come up with things, my brain goes elsewhere. It goes outside the box. Most people are inside. I'm outside. I'm thinking so much far ahead of most people. Never for good. But I realize that like, there's a lot of things that I do or think that other people do for content 
and it just comes out perfectly. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was thinking. His Trump impressions, I do like stupid impressions whenever we're together. Yeah. And they're pretty spot on, like you just said. So I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that. Other than the fact that I'm very confident in my, in my brain. Yeah. You just don't hop on things soon enough. I think that's it. I think, I think that I am, God, this is so arrogant and so cocky and so not me, but I think my brain, (laughs) (laughs) I think my, my brain is on another level, but I think I'm lazy. Yeah. Or scared uh, or scared. I, I don't think maybe not lazy, but definitely scared that this could fail. Yeah. My thing is I have ideas that I definitely want to do, but I mean, even when it's comedy or it's something stupid and it's something dumb, it's in a way it's art and it's a part of you. So there's something terrifying about putting all this work into creating something and then sharing it to not get the reaction that you hope for. Yeah. It would, it would be like doing a podcast every week and uh, nobody listening. Hey, our, I think we're in double digits for our last episode already. So that's pretty good. Um, It's true though. And I think there's, I think this is good because one, it's an excuse for you and I to talk. And two, as if we needed it. As if we needed it, yeah. But it's more, it's like an obligation for you and I to talk. <laughs> but it also allows us to feel like we're getting something done and to be creative and to have our ideas. And I can just say, and I'll tease this a little bit, we have some pretty interesting episode ideas coming into the future. Yeah. Things that are going to take some time and I'll just, I'll just listen. You, you guys pay for our, our salaries. So we'll let you in on, on the secret. Uh, we are going to try to do two episodes a week. I feel like I just surprised Matt with that one. (laughs) It was like, Oh yeah. We talked about that. Didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did. Um, and one of them is going to, eventually be like Matt said, one of them is going to be a special episode, an interview, uh, a creative idea that we had just something to break up the monotony of two idiots talking for 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Um, and I love how, I love how you say 45 minutes to an hour and a half, but not a single one of our episodes is shorter than an hour and 10 minutes. We, we, the thing is we shoot for short episodes, but there's just so much that happens. Our, our brains work so fantastically. Our brains work the same exact way that the roadways getting off Long Island work. <laughs> there are so many detours that you're going to have to go on because it will get jammed up. So you keep going different ways and then eventually you'll still get to where you want to get to. That's our brains. That's why it takes us forever to, to, to get going. Yeah. Most people stay on one road. Mm-hmm. For us, we're like, okay, we can take this, and then if that gets backed up, we can go to this, and then after that, we can go to this, and then after that, we can go back to this. And after a while, we just get off the road and just run around a dirt path and see what happens. Yeah, there are certain times where we get off track, and then you say something that helps us segue into the, something else, and that brings us to the formerly stoner thought for guys who don't smoke, quarantine thought for guys that don't leave their room. 
how shitty do you think it's going to be in like 15 years? Like 15, this 15 year old kid, would he be 14? He'd be 14, right? In 15 years? Yeah. If he was born in 2020? No. So how old is this kid originally? He'd be 14. <laughs> He'd be 14. Yeah. Okay. Oh. He'd be 14. John's doing math it. again. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> You're not, you, you are you not, not going to cut that. <laughs> you clap, but you know I'm keeping it in. <laughs> I know that you're not going to cut that. My favorite thing is to keep your claps in. <laughs> <laughs> because they're usually things that you want taken out because you look stupid. <laughs> but it's so much funnier if I just leave it. I spent all this time saying how I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm dumb. But there are certain things that I do try to hide. Anyway, <laughs> how shitty do you think it's going to be? <clears throat> In 15 years, when this 14-year-old kid finally realizes... That math doesn't add up, but... Yes, it I does. Just, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Continue. <laughs> when he realizes that he was a quarantine baby. Like, how shitty do you think it's going to be when he realized he was conceived during quarantine because there was literally nothing better to do? So, here's the thing. And that's how the math adds up because it would take nine months. We're already in April, so Conce- it would okay. actually take like 10 months in january so 2021 my math was right math guy john yeah math guy john um so (laughs) i don't think it's going to be that surprising because it's going to be an entire generation of kids but do you think it's i think so many people are going to end up pregnant by the end of this no doubt but do you think it's going to be one of those things where it's almost like upsetting like he wasn't it's like finding out you were like a valentine's day gift it's yeah or it's it's the super bowl babies yeah is it birthday if you and your dad's birthdays are nine months apart chances are really want to too close to home (laughs) no 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 um (laughs) but seriously like if you I mean, again, I don't want to. I wasn't supposed to happen. (laughs) (laughs) The pain in your voice. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) So, you know, when you think about it, like, is it worse knowing that you were a surprise or the other? word that people use for it or do you think it's worth to know we didn't really want to have a baby but we literally couldn't get out of the house this was all that we were able to do was the only thing that we were able to do during quarantine was create another life so i feel like that would hit home pretty like just knowing that you were created because there was nothing, nothing there was nothing else that your parents could do that day that's kind of upsetting yeah i guess i don't know i'm still in the belief that it's going to i personally believe that it's going to be very similar to boomers now what people understand is cuz in 2020 boomer is a derogatory term i guess baby boomers are an actual generation of people who were born in a great amount at the exact same time because we were getting out of the great depression and world war two 
and World War II. Again, there wasn't much else to do. I think it's going to be like the second generation. We're going to get new boomers, is it? Which is kind of interesting because for the longest time, uh, childbirth was going down. Like the rate was going down. They were expecting a boom in the like early 2000s that never actually happened. So I think this is going to be that boom. Leave it to millennials to just wait. Basically. <laughs> we procrastinate on everything yeah, else. Yeah, we just procrastinated and procrastinated and procrastinated. I, I, I don't... So if you've made it through this length of the episode, you can tell that we we're we're flying by the by the seat of our pants and normally i do a better job of thinking of that specific topic because that's kind of my baby and that popped into my head like right before we hopped on i was i was trying to think like what would work what would work and i'm like it would kind of suck if you were conceived just because there was nothing else for your parents to do and i'm like there it is perfect so um it is kind of sad, though, if you think about it. And that's coming from the kid that, again, that wasn't was an accident. I <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> well, I'm going to backtrack for a second. I think I started the show off with a very strong talking subject that got pretty brushed over real quick. You said, yeah, that's cool. And then it went totally. I thought of that about that. That was my pre-show planning. So I just want to say some of us did prepare today. Yeah, even, you were prepared? Even, even after calling the podcast by the wrong name. <laughs> yeah. How do you expect me how do you expect me to take you seriously when you didn't even get the podcast right? And I called you out on it and you're like, dude, it's the broadcast. Not a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Probably taken. That would have been good. I think okay. But let's take a trip down memory lane for a second. There is, there was no more painful process than you and I sitting down to figure out the name of this show. And the worst part about all of it was we were like, okay, we got to record. We got to record. We got to record. But we were like, how do we record without a name? So we yeah. couldn't record without a name because we couldn't, I guess we could have in post, but realistically, like neither one of us wanted to do an entire episode and then be like, Hey, you're listening to bro ship. Yeah. And, and we were like, cheesy. what about this? Or what about this? Or what about this? Or what about this? And it was you that was like, bro ship. And I'm like, bro ship. What, what is, and you yeah. read it off of urban dictionary and mm-hmm. that's Which the is intro. intro. That is the intro. The intro. Um, and I just remember listening to it and I'm like, yeah. Broship it is. Yeah. Broship and the rest was history. But that was very painful. That was rough. Because we thought of like three names that are arguably better than ours, but they were all taken. Do you remember? Because I do not. I I wish I could like go into my internet history and go back to whatever day that was. But one was definitely something like i'm sorry mom or yes. something in that nature yeah, yeah yeah um i think we were considering some sort of play off of two girls one cup with like two dudes one mic i think but again i think that was also taken 
which I'm so happy it was. That's yeah, such a that would dumb have, name. That would have been tough. That <laughs> so, one was probably mine. I think it might have been. Um, how about the yeah. fact? How about the fact that we recorded our first episode, mm-hmm. and almost immediate or before that, we got asked what we were doing. And we told them that it was a school project for you. And then like a month and a half, two months later, that same person was like, so how was your school project? Was it good? I wish I could see what it was. And uh, you were already back at school. So I was like, yeah, man, wish he has it though. So I don't think that you can. Such a shame. Handed it in and deleted it. (laughs) No reason for him to have that for his portfolio. Sorry, no portfolio. That was a tough one. Um, All right. I want to bring something up to you. And I thought about it and I texted you about it. And it's from two episodes ago. It was my debate about refrigerators. Oh, here we go. (laughs) And I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. A refrigerator is not the opposite of a microwave. Why? Because the microwave emits microwaves hence the name and that's what heats up your food sure but in, in, the incubation in, in, the incubation of the refrigerator is what cools your stuff so yeah, even though it emits cold no it doesn't yes no what do you mean it okay. keeps the cold it keeps the cold you buy a refrigerator brand new yeah and you don't plug it in yeah it's going to keep all your food good. No, because that's the outside temperature. Again, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Refrigerator creates the inside temperature. It's with- not the refrigerator. It's the, it's, an- it's the circumventing of the cold air. Which is being created by the refrigerator. Where's this cold air coming from? It's coming from, it's, it's not it's, coming it, from the refrigerator. <laughs> yes, it is entirely. No, it's not. It's coming from an outside source. The refrigerator is outsourcing. From where? From its back. That's why they're so heavy in the back and not in the front. Okay. They now, don't skip like that. Riddle they me squ- this. They do squats. Riddle me this. Where is it getting the cold air from? The electricity from the wall. What? <laughs> See, this is my problem. I, my, <laughs> my brain, it, it just works so differently. It's not the refrigerator that makes things cold. It's yes, the, it is. No, it's not. It's the circulating... Of the of cold, cold, of cold air, but it wouldn't. Of cold air, that is any temperature. By the it's any temperature. What do you mean any temperature? You have to set the refrigerator for it to even get cold. Yes. So it's not the refrigerator that does it. It's if the you fact click, that it's, you can it's change. You can adjust the side. You can adjust a certain cold, temperature. The same if way I left something in my car again stuck in that same temperature over and over again. That makes it cold. It's not because a refrigerator. Okay, but here's the difference between your car. If it's in the cold air, it's cold. If it's in warm air, it's warm. You can turn a refrigerator on in the middle of the Sahara Desert in August. And, and it can't. will still no be cold. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Riddle me that. Genius. Extension cord. <laughs> it could be in the... You could I, am literally- making, I am making phenomenal points right now because a microwave... Okay, the, the polar opposites would be microwave versus refrigerator. One okay, makes wait, things hot, on. one thing Forget ma- the microwave for a second. Let's talk about an oven. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll talk about the oven. Perfect example with the oven. Ovens 
They same exact thing. They don't make things hot. They don't. They don't. It's the same. It's a convection. Like it's literally in the name convection oven because the air just circulates. And yeah, the, it, and the it, fact it, that it's incubated in the hot air. Open, it heats the open, air though. It heats what the air. You're saying, what you're saying is because something is in a refrigerator, it makes things cold. If you opened up the refrigerator, then it, no matter what would happen, it wouldn't keep things cold. The fact that it's incubated is what makes things cold. Same thing yeah. with an oven. If you it doesn't, open up it an oven, it creates the cold air, but then it leaves it inside. It it traps the cold air inside. So here's the thing: you're basically calling, you're comparing a refrigerator to a cooler. That's basically what it is. They're con- entirely different. No. Yes. Nope. Entirely. At the very least, Alabama cousins. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no doubt about it. I will listen. You, we've said this, I'm dying on this hill because this is, this is my flag in the ground. I believe this wholeheartedly. You gave up pretty easily two episodes ago. So uh, what makes it funny, that little giggle was also kind of funny, but what makes it funny is I started going for a run and then I gave up. So, cause then I, I read that it's actually uh, more beneficial if you just go for like a long walk. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's actually That's good to know. That actually is true. I did read that. I believe it makes that. sense. That it makes sense. Interested me. It, it does make sense because, like, they say if you do like cardio at the gym, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do like sprints because it'll cause you to like lose muscle. Yeah. Or so, if you do do cardio, you have to do it after you work out, yeah. not before. Yeah. So, um, I went for like a 45 minute walk and then I was listening back and I was listening to our debate and I thought about it. And I'm like, wait, wait a second. I believe this. I agree with this. And I do, I do wholeheartedly. I do. I would be, I would be genuinely impressed if someone comes out and says, I agree with John, I would be entirely like, if one person at their own will, and I need your word right now that you will not prompt this at all. If one Hands person, up, I won't say, I won't have anyone do or say anything. In the description, there are multiple ways to reach out to us. If one of those ways we get contacted and someone says, I am a hundred percent Team John, I will get frosted tips. Yes. There's the bet. There is the bet. There it is. But this has to have a time limit on it. So you have... End of quarantine. Screw that. I'm going to need a lot of time. That that means forever. You have from when this episode airs until our next episode, which could be a week or it could be two and a half months. Um... For someone to reach out entirely unprompted. I need your word that this is unprompted. I won't. I won't. I won't prompt anyone. I promise. I promise. On the other hand. If I, we, you're the one. You're the one that gets the tortoise in the hair head start right now. So I'm not getting frosted tips because everyone agrees with you. Okay. Why? What do you mean? Why? If your if your statement is so 
bulletproof and that's how it should be. Why are you so nervous? Do you really stand behind your stand? I do. I do stand behind it because after today, after today, on this day, I made valid enough points that I am actually really starting to believe it, which means there's more research to be done. I'm just saying, if you stood behind it, you'd back it up. I'm just saying you are relying way too much on the way you perceive things to be correct. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I don't know. I, do you think I would look good with frosted tips? There's a part of me that wants to get them. <laughs> no one looks good with frosted tips. I basically, so I, I bleached my hair at one point and then I just learned I all you were say so something else. I basically had, <laughs> I basically had frosted tips at one point anyway. It wouldn't be a first for me. <laughs> I wonder how much, if either one of us did it, is there any way that we could tie? Mm, I, I'd say if it's a tie that it just doesn't happen and we move on. Because I would say that would be funny. Like first, first day we go back to work, we both have frosted tips. We might just have to do that anyway, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been seriously considering dyeing my hair pink this entire quarantine. I've thought about, so you said I can't shave my head entirely. I've been thinking about shaving my head into like the 50-year-old gym teacher. <laughs> Where you just shave the top but keep everything on the sides. That would be funny. Like the horseshoe? I was thinking about doing it. I would kill for that. For me to do it? Yeah. That's spent. I would love to see that. All right. That would need to be recorded and put on our Instagram. I would see. That's the thing. I would do it. I really would. I just, knowing my luck, I'll do it. And then they'll be like, Everyone can go back. It's a miracle. This was all a hoax. <laughs> it was all a hoax. Yeah, I feel that. But all right. All right. So that's that's a bet. That's a wager. Yeah. I'm One down. person. Don't have to be prompted. But <laughs> if you're listening to this and you really hate Matt, if you really, really hate Matt. That's not how it works. Now would be a phenomenal time. This isn't me prompting. Listen, by no, by no way is this me prompting anyone to do anything i'm just saying i'm gonna make it a little bit more specific actually no fine do that because if you really dislike john same concept uh concept just don't reach out kind of i kind of shot myself in the foot there because there's a lot more people that like you than like me so you know what recent findings would say otherwise there's gonna be an off off the air conversation isn't it (laughs) Seems like it. I think that's all that needs to be left. No, no, we'll continue. We'll continue. continue. All right. I think that's, um, I think it's a solid place to end it, to be honest. I was going to say, actually leave it there. Yeah. And end it there. All right. Well, in that case, thank you for tuning into Broship. There it is. Got it that time. Got Got it. it. Uh, Make sure to follow our Instagram and you know follow us and like and comment and subscribe and you know on apple thing podcast you can like leave five star we should like start doing this more often like asking people to like prompting them yeah prompt them. we should we should prompt them to give us five stars subscribe stars subscribe share with your friends yeah yeah uh in a time of quarantine when there's nothing left to do this is pretty solid content and again if you want, you can leave us voice messages 
through Anchor. And that's kind of cool. And we'll play him on the show, I guess. I'm being completely serious. Are you still recording? Yeah. Because it doesn't say it on my screen. No, it's recording. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, nope, that's saying it too. Thank you for listening to Bro Ship. <laughs> Peace.